This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good afternoon. This is Good Things, the show where we speak to good people doing good things. So today on the show, we're going to learn more about the Medical Awareness Camp Outreach, or MACO, and discuss their computer empowerment program, which helps underprivileged children have a better future. So through the program, they give repurposed computers to B40 students without one and build or equip school computer labs for schools without them. Over the past three and a half years, the group has given out 5,000 computers to those in need. And today on the show, I'm going to find out all about it from Dr. To Cheng Teng. He's the current president of MACO and Datin Dr. Pixie Lau. She is the founding president of MACO. They're both with me in the studio. Welcome both of you. How are you today? Thank you. Thank Do you. Good. Lovely to have you uh, on the show with me today. So very excited to uh, to hear about MACO. Uh, and you've been doing some wonderful work uh, for more than a decade now, right? So can you take me back to the start? Uh, I know MACO was established in 2013. Uh, it was a large-scale pro bono medical camp on Sundays, right? You want to tell me a little bit about that? Uh, that's right. Um, when we first started MACO, it was with the intention of bringing specialist medical and dental health care to the doorsteps of the underprivileged. And this would mean getting to them on Sunday mornings when they're off their usual work. Okay. Um, we, we started with the uh, rural poor, urban poor, within KL itself, and then going outwards. And these camps were large scale. Um, well, we, there'll be various stations um, when the person comes in and gets registered, he'll be assigned to a series of preclinical stations, okay. such as getting the BMI, um, blood glucose checks, uh, as well as then passing through the triage of uh, about five medical officers mm-hmm. to sort out what their problems are. Okay. And this will be registered before they get passed on to the various specialists. Okay. So we also had like breast clinical, breast cancer clinical screening, as well as pap smear screening, and dental screenings as well. So it's quite comprehensive. So we did a number of that from 2013 all the way to 2018. So we have covered as far as Sungai Besar, Sukinchan area, Akala mm. Selangor. Yeah, okay. and as, as deep within KL as in Sentosa areas, Sentosa areas. Okay. And um, both of you also, and, and you, uh, Pixie, of course, you, you are a, a medical doctor yourself, are you not? You're a pediatrician? Did I get that's that right? That's yes. right. That's so, right. And so you saw that there was a need for this, that there was a lack of medical, I guess, uh, access to some of these rural and poor communities? Yes, definitely. Because for these people to get to, say, government clinics, it would mean long waits. Mm. And a lot of them are daily rate workers. Mm, so we okay. thought that the best way to reach them would be on Sunday mornings. Okay. Yeah. So a typical camp, we will start, start erecting the camps the day before and registration starts about 8 a.m. and it runs through until about 1 p.m. Okay. by the time we finish. Okay. And these camps would be multidisciplinary. So we can have something up to 16 medical specialists on sites, not counting the various screening campaigns as well, or the campaigners will be there as well. So... Huge. So one morning we see about 300, 350 patients. Wow. Okay. So yeah. there's certainly, definitely a need there, isn't it, which you were fulfilling? And and you got other uh, friends, other uh, medical practitioners to join along oh, with you, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Easily, easily 20 doctors. Wow. And maybe four dentists. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And mm. so you went around rounding them up? How did that, how did you all come together? <laughs> Not easy. I lost a lot of weight. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, we were holding them almost like monthly, sometimes even twice a month. So okay. it was quite, quite strenuous. Okay. But it was worth it. Yeah. Right. And Made Dr. a lot of friends along the way. Lovely. Yeah. And Dr. Tho, uh, uh, you know, uh, you're the current president, of course. Were you there right from the start or did you join along the way? Uh, at the very beginning, yes. Okay. Uh, Logistics. You we know. were handling the logistics. <laughs> of course, because you need so many different things, right? It's not just yeah. about the medical, it's about all of that. So what what would you say was the impact of that large-scale pro bono medical camps, you know, on the communities that you served? Uh, how did that experience also then go on to shape the organization's uh, vis- uh, vision and mission? Yeah. Um, I must say, though was with me right from the beginning. We were co-founders. Okay. Yeah. The reason why I became president was because he refused to be one. Ah, okay. <laughs> and it was <laughs> You're looking very sheepish there. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I was medically slant anyway. So okay. yeah. Okay. And but it was just a matter of time. Yeah, I take the seat or he takes the seat. So okay. yeah. All right. And um, of course, current president. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. We. we, we Dr. To also ran some data on them, and it's quite interesting. So we had some epidemiological evidence as well of how the general public, particularly those in the B40 category, mm-hmm. uh, are like. Um, right. Yeah, so we've shared them with some of the relevant authorities. Okay. Um, so important because, again, underserved communities, so lack of research in those areas as well. So, yeah, this was filling a gap again. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it's interesting in that sense. And then the COVID pandemic came. Ah, okay. And um, so that was, but okay, but before the pandemic hit, there was something called the school project, right? That was set up in January 2020? Yes, but that was just, uh, yeah, that, that was because one of the main people in our group, we've got a core committee of 10 in MACO itself, mm-hmm. and we're fully voluntary. Mm-hmm. And Madam Ong, uh, she's the director of one of the primary school within KL. Okay. And she said that there are a lot of B40 children in there. Mm-hmm. And so we started off with what we call MAD, MAD, <laughs> which stands for Meal a Day at School. Okay. Yeah. So we started in January 2020 uh, with MAD, a uh, couple with giving some, some school uniforms and books to them as well, mm-hmm. not knowing that the COVID pandemic was coming. Okay. Yeah, so that was that would be the very first arm. Right. Uh, it wasn't a comprehensive the school project at that time. Mm-hmm. It evolved to be when the COVID pandemic came. Okay. So when COVID came in March 2020 with the first lockdown, Mako um, swung into action right away. So within a week of the first lockdown, we started giving out food items, a bit of cash, some masks as well because there was in uh, scarcity. Supply. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So we roll out what we call the second arm, which is the EAF, essential mm-hmm. aid for families. Mm-hmm. And in all the other arms, uh, including the first two, were all channeled through schools. All so right. that way we could keep a very firm grip on what was happening. Mm-hmm. So we work with the three school boards, uh, which will be the administrative the Board of Directors, as well as the Parents Teachers Association, mm-hmm. because all of them would have the register of the B40 students. So through that register, we were able to reach out to the people who need it mm-hmm. and the families. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. So that was the EAF, the second arm. Do you okay. want to hear about the rest? Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, go go for it. So then, of course, uh, came the, the empowerment for the, co- the computers, isn't it? Yes, the yes. third arm um, is um, actually yes. this computer, which is CEP, yes. and that stands for Computer Empowerment Program, the CEP. So CEP was launched in June 2020 when the schools remained shuttered, and then there was a call for the students to go online home studies, yeah. and come on, B40 students, would they have 
computers at home. Yeah. Or, so you know, one for each, you know, each child, for example, as well, right? That was another problem as well. For, yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So we naively started asking for computers, <laughs> not knowing what we were wading into. <laughs> and when the call for used computers went out, we had a lot of junk computers. People were just throwing the rubbish oh, to us. no. Yeah. And 70% of them were e-waste. So, okay. but slowly, 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 we managed to get somewhere, mm -hmm. gave our first computer to the B40 student of the first school that received MAD from us, mm -hmm. um, which was uh, SJKC Damansara, just outside Tropicana. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we, we gave our first computer in August 2020 okay. and built the first school lab in September 2020 okay. for the same school. For the same school. Yeah, okay. that's right. Okay. So, and, mm -hmm. so that took such a long time. And uh, as of last Saturday, Dr. To went to deliver computers our fifth, our five thousand repurposed wow, computer. Wow! Congratulations! This is a yeah. The CEP wasn't something that we planned to go into. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we didn't know what we were in for, yeah. and um, well, I, I think it came at a time where these uh, vernacular schools didn't have computer labs. Okay, they don't have. And uh, government provide uh, infra the the provide facilities for scholarkabangsaan. They provide teachers to everybody, including vernacular school, but they do not provide uh, facilities for vernacular schools. That, that's generally what happens. Um, so the, the the schools that need them are essentially vernacular schools ranging from Ladang, SKAT, the Tamil schools, mm -hmm. to the SJKC, okay. the Chinese vernacular schools. So this, this is where the needs are. Okay. We concentrate on the needs, we go in that direction. It wasn't something we intended to do, but it was a time in which um, they... The ministry, apart from COVID, they were also starting to go in the direction of greater levels of, of uh, computer education. Mm -hmm. And and so it came in at a time where there was a, a slot to fill. On average, we, 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 uh, we give out almost fairly constant rate of about 100 to 150 computers a month. Okay. Uh, and that means that in about three and a half years, we hit three, 5,000. The way we do it is about the only way possible. We've studied alternatives. Well, a cheapest uh, 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 laptop is between 500 to 1,000 ringgit. Mm -hmm. and buy a second-hand computer is about 1,000. Uh, so what we do is we collect computers from, uh, firstly, individuals, later corporations came in. It's necessary to have corporation input. Mm. Uh, because they're high-quality computer, every five years they upgrade, so there are hundreds of them uh, right. available. Right. But they come without hard disk because uh, banking rules, laws require they take out all the hard disks. And we have a team of uh, interns uh, uh, installing new hard disks, SSD, high-capacity hard disks. And then we upgrade it, and then they run on Windows 10, and we give it out. Okay. And we deliver it to the schools, so... Uh, that's how, how we do it. Now. And it costs us about 200 ringgit per computer on average, taking into account all the costs. Mm. 
Uh, we don't have administrative costs. The only people who get paid are the interns, about 50 ringgit per day. Mm. Yeah. No, you're and okay. Then, yeah, we have, <laughs> any so one sweet. time we have up to about seven of them. Uh, yeah. Okay, just just doing that. Yes, and in the, that the local colleges recognize us as an intern training center. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, yeah, no, yeah. wonderful training. In, a, yes, yeah, they do uh, uh, training in yeah. in uh, being altruistic as exactly, well. Exactly, yeah. exactly what I meant. Yeah. It's a happy group. We have a very uh, capable and uh, easy to work with a young man, Kenny, Kenny. Uh, who hates Kenny a computer section and he's a. Uh, Bit of a Peter Pan, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it gets on well with everyone. Wonderful, yeah. more like a fatherly figure to them in a sense. Oh, oh I wouldn't say fatherly; that would be too old for him. Yeah. A, a big brother, a big brother. Yeah. Okay, all right. So he's kind of like head intern in that sense, yeah, right? Yeah, and just yeah. make sure that everything so runs well. He teaches them. Okay. Takes them to see Spider-Man movies. <laughs> Uh, and and he's been with you guys uh, since the uh, the program started. Or yes, since okay. the program. So yes. when the program started, we needed young people mm. with these computer skills. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, hardware as well as software. So so that in in a nutshell, that's how it works. So, yeah, okay. and uh, we didn't re- realize the demand was so great. Yeah, I'm going to fill in a little bit more that we we within CEP itself, which is third arm of the school project. Um, there are other aspects as well, because giving computers alone wasn't enough if they don't have Wi-Fi access. Oh yes. Yeah. So we we gave out about 100, 100 to hundred and thirty data plans to the students mm-hmm. um, over COVID. Yes, during the COVID period, because mm-hmm. you know it was impossible for them to get Wi-Fi from school or anywhere, mm-hmm. since they were supposed to be at home doing online classes. That's right. And just before that, going back, um, before mm-hmm. we gave data plans to them. Because it was locked down, so parents were at home. Parents had data on their phones, mm. so children could use the parents' phones. Then as the lockdown eased, the parents went back to work, which meant that the children at home, since school was still shuttered, were not able to access. Yeah. That's when we started giving out data plans. So we gave data plans to about mm. 130 students for a four-month period just before school reopened. Okay. So Is data we- plans. And then some of them... Some uh, to some families, I think we gave about ten families where they had more than two students. Ah, uh, yes. And of that course. was when we connected Wi-Fi connectivity, home connectivity for them, uh, yeah. for ten students. Yeah, okay. we did that for about a year. So, yeah, yeah. that, that, that yeah, that's was Im- very impressive. Yeah. It's, a, it's a bit more more than that because not only the parents take their mobile phone and go to work, yeah. essentially. A lot of them couldn't afford an unlimited data plan. Mm. And you need unlimited data plan to, to go run, online yeah. for the school, for classes. classes yes, yeah. of course. So yeah. essentially what we did was, to a lot of them, we made the top up the difference between their data plan and yeah. an infinite uh-huh. data plan. Okay, okay. Then they can go to online to school. And some schools, I think, reported that they are the percentage of students going online increased to 100% after we, we gave them this yeah. data plan. Yeah. Okay. 
Excellent. Wow, that is an amazing um, uh, outcome. Let's just go for one quick break. When we come back, I want to find out more about, you know, what's uh, happened since the pandemic and how you're continuing to do the work that you're doing. I'm speaking today to Dr. Tho Cheng Teng. He's the current president of the Medical Awareness Camp Outreach or MACO. And Datin Dr. Pixie Lau, she's the founding president of MACO. We're finding out more about the work that they do. We'll continue that discussion after this quick break. Keep it here on Good Things on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Welcome back. This is Good Things on The Bigger Picture, the show where we speak to good people doing good things. The two good people in the studio with me today, Datin Dr. Pixie Lau, the founding president of the Medical Awareness Camp Outreach, or MACO, and Dr. Tho Chengtek, the current president of MACO, both, of course, uh, co-founders right from the start. Yeah, 2013, uh, almost more than uh, well, 11 years this year, isn't it, that you've been doing all this good work? So we're finding out more about the work that they do. Uh, and of course, you know, before the break, we heard about how you were uh, distributing computers to, to children in need, right? So it was uh, as you mentioned, Dr. Tho, mainly in vernacular schools and uh, it's mm. basically to children from the B40 community. You know, when you were identifying the children who needed these, right? So you worked through the schools to identify, you know, who the individuals would be to, to I mean, you had that sort of system. Maybe I should talk to logistics, Dr. Tho, logistics man uh, for that. Was that what, how it worked? We, we approached the schools or the schools approached us. Okay, so they uh, knew about uh, you. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we uh, connect with the schools. We asked the head master, headmistress, uh, give us a list of those who mm. need. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They, come, they can be up to 30 at one time. Yeah. More than that sometimes, yeah. 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 So, the, the problem during pandemic was getting computers and mm. getting permits to, to travel. <laughs> of course. <laughs> right? Oh, God. It's like a bad nightmare, right? <laughs> like yes, all these, is, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, aren't we glad it's all over yes. now? Right? Yeah. Very glad, very glad. A- adding on to that, um, besides doing school computer lab now, mm-hmm. um, we were concentrating more on individuals for home online studies at that time. Right. Um, so various organisations which reached out to us, having heard of our work, uh, to see if we could give away the repurpose either desktops or laptops to the students, mm-hmm. um, charity organisations. So we would just give. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because they would have been filtered by the organisations themselves, right? So right. we would just give. Um, then when schools started reopening and we saw the great need for computer labs, we basically pivoted from focusing on individual giveaways mm-hmm. to building school labs. Yeah. Okay. okay. And we have gone as far as giving 10 laptops to Sarawak parents. Okay, yeah, Sarawak. That was last month. Okay, yes. okay. That's they are the interior, uh, they're the interior Kayans and yes. the Penans and the, what they call the Orang Ulus. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. there's a community they're, there. They're very well. far inland. Okay. Yeah. So those are uh, students who made their way to colleges and yeah. okay. they need a the personal computer to work That's with. Right, yeah. right. And, and this would be. Uh, Working in collaboration with the Sarawak Foundation. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So you've got partners that you that yes. you tend to collaborate and work with That's in right. that sense, That's right? right. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a long process going to Sarawak to the person to receive. First, <laughs> it goes from this foundation. What's his name again? Uh, uh, Dr. Richard Lee, actually. Uh, the, he goes, he takes it to SIB Church mm-hmm. in Samarahan. Mm-hmm. And from there, I guess it goes to the the the, uh, the Adun, Adun. Ah. for that for that huge uh, constituency. Yeah, and it probably take to get there will be taking as long as you fly to Melbourne, <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then he delivers to yeah. that person. It's a long process. It's a very long so you project. have to involve many parties just to get 
the few computers out there. Okay, okay. And, and as you mentioned before the break, you collaborated mostly with, um, well, you found that collaborations with corporations was quite helpful, right? Yes, I think the, a few corporations have been a, a, a backbone to our... Yes, yes. I, I mean, think. largely a UOB bank, Great Eastern Insurance, uh, Mr. DIY, mm. then other banks, uh, like uh, other corp- corporations like Rental Kill, mm. some construction companies like uh, LLC Infra, TRC, IJM, even JP Morgan. But they, they, those will come at about maybe 20, 30 a year. Yeah. But when you a few hundreds come and a big corporation upgrade the system, mm. uh, like Mr. DIY, right uh, <laughs> yeah, DIY's director was saying, What am I going to do with? a few hundred of these computers every four years. You are looking for somebody to give give to. Wonderful, yeah. yeah. So if you can if you can link uh, the corporate to these basic needs, uh, you've got something good going. Yeah. I, I want to add on something to this. Sure. <laughs> Actually, when we went into this CP program, like I said, we, we weren't sure what we were getting ourselves into. Um, but there was a, a spin, a positive spin-off because of the lockdowns, that the corporates had to move their employees from working at desktops to laptops. Uh, so we became the uh, beneficiaries of the desktops. Uh, wonderful. Yeah, okay. yeah. So right. it, it, it's Always a silver of, lining, you know? Yeah, 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 that's right. It kind of fell in place. Um, so big banks that you'll be, they were our biggest supporters. Okay. They will be giving out like hundreds at each time mm. um, because of the upgrading and there were so many branches all over the country. Mm-hmm. Um, like Dr. Tose, uh, Mr. DIY, mm-hmm. Great Eastern as well. Uh, but I want to mention Canon, the camera, high digital equipment Canon. Mm-hmm. Canon was our first... Earlier. Yes, our, oh. yeah, our earliest... Uh, so now of these laptops and desktops, yeah. Okay. And, and they still support us in other ways. When they want to do their CSR, they look for us. Okay, yeah. okay. And 5,000, as you said, yes, Dr. Tate. This CSR thing is, is another spin-off because um, of our connection with the schools and the schools uh, are quite helpful to us in return, most of them anyway. So people like uh, Siemens, right? Yes. Not only they give us computer, they'll ask us, can you uh, link us to a school for their CSR? Mm-hmm. And I think SJKT Bronton, somewhere out in, uh, <laughs> somewhere out in near Kuala Selang or Sasaran area. Yeah. And then the, another time we took them to an Orang Asli yeah. uh, community. Mm. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, other than the schools, the communities who receive these computers from us include Orang Asli's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one in Pulau Keri, there's yeah. a few in Pahang. Uh, Homes and missions as well. Yeah. Homes other and NGOs, other as, well. NGOs yeah. as well. Mm. Okay. Orphanages. A okay. few orphanages. Okay. Even imam, you know. Refugee, mm. H- UNHCR registered uh, tuition schools for refugee students. Okay. There are a few of them, yeah. Yeah, so there's such a huge need uh, for this, isn't it? Even though we've gone back to, I guess, quote-unquote normalcy, right? But still we need those uh, ca- computers and laptops. And as you said, if we connect the right people <laughs> with the right organisations, oh. you know, these needs can be fulfilled quite easily in that sense. Well, not easily, but it can be fulfilled. Yes, I mean... The thing is cost, you see. Yeah. This way of doing it, we can minimise cost. I mean, a new computer is 2005 right, yeah. each. We're doing it for 200 That's less than 
10% of the cost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and that's essential because if you are, say, a, a philanthropist and you want to give computers to the school, I mean, <laughs> in any one year, you probably give 20. Yeah, of course. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would think that to set up a new lab completely with the infrastructure, cabling, data, Wi-Fi, and modem and all that, mm-hmm. including furniture and, and the computers, Cost anything from eighty to a hundred thousand a lab, mm-hmm. but we do it for about twenty. Less than that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Sixteen thousand most of the time. The infra yeah. is about thirteen. The yeah. computers and all that about six thousand, so about twenty. K- cabling is about, on average, five thousand. Mm. Uh, tables and chairs, three thousand, two to three thousand. That's eight thousand. Thirty computer two hundred is another six thousand. Smart TV. We ah, also give a smart TV, give smart 55 TV. inch smart TV, <laughs> yeah, TV okay. screen. Yeah, yeah, because people do throw away things, you know, uh, when they just want to upgrade, right? And they're perfectly usable, perfectly good condition. Corporations, yes, individuals, not so. Okay, all right, all <laughs> so right, all right. If you get a laptop from an individual, the chances are it's in pretty bad condition. I see, okay, and that's where you had that problem, yeah. people giving you their yeah. e-waste. The, the other thing is that desktops are are much better to receive than laptops because mm-hmm. you can fix it, you can interchange the parts, you can uh-huh. pull parts out. There's, laptops are different. There are so many models, each with their specific requirements. Very hard to find parts to suit, okay. not on a big scale mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. Did you ever imagine this is what you'd be doing when, you know, you from engineering and from medical? You're doing <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Like I say, you walked in rather blindfolded. <laughs> no, but there are 5,000 computers, you know, delivered to, to children and, and to, to people in need. Um, and, and of course, challenges, right? I mean, what would you say were some of the biggest challenges that uh, you guys had to overcome in all this work that you've been doing? I'll go. <laughs> yeah, you go first. Go for it. Funds, yeah. money, number one. Number two, computers. supply of used computers. Yeah. Okay. Number three, logistics. Um, so, funds, we've been fairly lucky. Um, well, we just we never had to go on public appeals. Mm. We just went ourselves, friends, friends of friends and friends. And somehow, whenever Dr. To say we're running out of money, somebody would just come in. <laughs> he say, Pixie, we're down to 100 computers. Somebody will come in. You know, we've So far, it has been that very, way. Yes. Very okay. lucky. Okay. And, and the quality of used computers coming in mm-hmm. uh, has kept on improving. The H just gave us a batch, uh, very good computers, mm-hmm. laptops. Um, then um, when UOB says, I've got 130 desktops and mouse and keyboards and all that. 195. 195. <laughs> okay. we, we, we are not major corporations, right? And we've got our small sedan cars and all that. <laughs> Tropicana Foundation came in. They used a huge van, Lenana, six of them muscle men to help us move. <laughs> <laughs> and initially, our workshop was on the third floor mm-hmm. of a shop lot. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine carrying oh, goodness. <laughs> okay. three hours of back-breaking labour? Yeah. So then Kenny Koo, the head of IT team, um, he managed to rent a single-storey house, a terrace house, uh, where he could house all those outstation interns as well mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. store and act as a store and also part workshop. So, okay. yeah, so some of, these are some of the small overheads that go into the repurposing of one computer. Okay, all right. Yeah. So, okay, but I heard your funds. Uh, we will talk about that a little bit. But before that, uh, Dr. Tho, any, what would you say are some of the, the greatest challenges that you've had to overcome? No, it's, this, it's much the same. same. It's usually okay. the supply of computers and the funds. You always 
this is a main preoccupation. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So, so, and I. But one more thing, Doctor Do. I was reading an article where you said also there is a need for a succession plan and some new blood as well. Well, I think that is that is difficult. Yes, okay, I mean okay. we're always looking around. Um, but I think there are, there are a few things. Uh, apart from the fact that you're very willing to, to a large extent, you also the key people also have to be self-employed. Mm. So you can take time off to run and do things as any time you wish to do so, right? Okay. Um, it, and and then delivery is on the weekends. So you know you, you your weekends will be spent delivering. Mm-hmm. But there are people who who is a couple, Vivian and Paul, who, who enjoys doing it. Um, they this yeah they are the main delivery people. <laughs> and they can go as far as a Thai border. Oh. They go as far as a Thai wow. border. And they make friends with the, the local church people who come down to KL, and then they become our delivery as well. But it is important that we ourselves do delivery, meet the schools, understand their problems, understand their needs. That's important. That, that's important. And, and so you tell them. Yeah, all of us actually take turns to, to do so. And, and we tell them when they ask us, how much do we pay you? We say mm-hmm. nothing except mm-hmm. that please. Tell your students when they become successful next time to help others. Okay, so pay it forward. Yeah. Okay, all right. So, um, but uh, in terms of like uh, looking for funds, there is an event coming up uh, in February, right? And that's called Delicate Dreams and Desires, uh, an evening with Suswan and Dama Orchestra, right? So that's uh, uh, exclusively produced in aid of um, Mako. You want to tell us about that, Dixie? Uh, very excited too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, because we are always looking for funds, uh, getting stressed up over it, and uh, <laughs> good friend of mine, uh, Susan Lai, she's she's uh, godmother to Susan. Okay. Yeah, and and Susan said, hey, why don't we do something big so you you guys can rest a bit where funding is concerned. Uh, I I have been a long time fan of Susan and Dama, mm-hmm. so I was very excited and ran it by To and the committee and everybody mm-hmm. said, okay, let's give it a go. So so there we are okay. and. It's shaping up very, very nicely. We are just bowled over by the number of people who are generously taking up our course by finding us, mm-hmm. uh, coming as sponsors. So from one night, we've gone to a second night. Lovely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. We, we haven't filled up the first night completely yet, but we block off a, a block of very nice VVIP seats and the generous funders. We, we ran out of seats for the good funders, so we opened a second <laughs> night just to accommodate the good funders. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. But so, it will be open to the public as well, of course. Oh, right? yes, definitely. Um, tickets are on sale online. Mm-hmm. Uh, one ticks ticketing online. That's right. One That's right. Yeah. And it's going to be over at uh, PJ Pack, which is in one of them, of course. Yeah? That's correct. And uh, I believe the dates are the 28th and the very auspicious 29th of February uh, at 8 p.m. over at Stage One. Yeah. That's correct. Okay. And uh, ticket prices range from 324 ringgit to about 94 ringgit. Did I get that right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. That's right. And uh, that's all in between. Of course, you know, you can find out all the information at my Sounds like a really amazing evening. It's going to be a lot of fun. But of course, the work continues, right? You carry on 5,000 but you're not stopping anytime soon no, right no uh, yes I mean, yeah. no it is uh, the total number of schools you've covered is only about 220 yeah. we have a queue for by 70s schools largely from Para mm-hmm. see Para have a Para I mean is one of the poorer states um, it's also a state where there are a lot of small towns mm-hmm. right yeah uh, 
Tapa, Guping, Kampa, Malinawa, Cenderung, Mambang, di Awam, Tanjung Tualang, and this area right up to Telok Intan, Sitiawan, they are actually quite poor, mm. living among all the old mining ponds. Yeah. Right, right. And that has been the, the, a big demand, I think, last year. And there's a queue for about seven, from 70 over schools. And our queue is for, at the moment, about 800 computers oh, in wow. queue. Okay. That will take us until about... September. August, yeah. I hope, yeah. yeah. Okay. And so busy looking for those computers yeah. now? Or uh, lately, we had a, <laughs> a big stack. <laughs> okay. But that only lasts us another five months. I mean, if somebody gives you 100, we get very excited. <laughs> but you do reality, it only lasts one month okay. <laughs> or and less than a month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and of course, your interns have to you know, also spend the time getting yeah, it up yes, to yeah. um, the correct They, they have a, a very efficient process where they yeah. clone the, the computers after upgrading them. If there is, is no need for a repair, they can clone 10 to 15 a day. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a lot of organiza- organization, you know, the right number of cables go to a number of schools. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of sorting out of that sort of work. Okay. okay. I, I must reiterate, we are fully voluntary organization. I yeah. yes. own daytime jobs. <laughs> Just doing this. And, and, but, Again, you know, you've also tried to measure the success. You've also tried to do some reports. I, w- I mean, that was for your previous, uh, for the for the the, the Sunday uh, medical uh, outreach programs. But how about for this one? Are you also trying to see? I'm I'm no, I'm asking already. It's fully voluntary. I'm asking if you're doing data collection. But is that something that you might be considering as well? Not in, in terms. Not you know, so not so easy to yeah. measure uh, uh, effect. I mean, you know that as you long as they use it. Not so, gain something. Um, not so much effect. What I meant was like the need, you know, so like, you know, giving the authorities like this is a need in all of these little, little schools that might be falling between the cracks. Do you know what I mean? Um, well, it's up to them to okay. pick it up. We, we, right? we are filling the cracks. Yes, you are filling the cracks. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. If I can say that. Yeah. yeah. But that's what NGOs do, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. what NGOs are for, filling the cracks where government haven't been, uh, mm, mm. you know. So, but, neglected. It's always there. Yeah. Right? You, see, you see, I don't think this can wait, the digitization. It, it <laughs> cannot wait. And if you look at the advanced countries and you look at us, <laughs> there's just such a huge need and I don't think we can wait. So we might as well just use the time and just very happy that we we didn't twiddle our thumbs during the COVID mm-hmm, pandemic mm-hmm, but did something. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, definitely. And, yeah. Okay. And okay, so we've got the, the fundraiser coming up, but what other help would be, uh, I guess, most beneficial to the work that you guys are doing currently? And, you know, for individuals perhaps, you know, are you looking for volunteers? Mm. Anything that you think would be most helpful? Yeah, any, any person with computer skills happy to come and sit down mm-hmm. even if you're testing mouse as somebody to test a mouse yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. test a cable those are easy doesn't need too much eh? I think it would help to have a few people who, who have vans and SUV who can help us transport, transport. Yeah, okay. that's the thing. Okay. if I make it we take it further succession like you mentioned <laughs> yes that, that's always hanging over our heads because we're not that young. Could have fooled me, yes. But <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the compliments. But, but really, um, we're looking for somebody who can come in, help us, maybe take over the reins in a couple of years. If we live that long, if we're healthy enough, if we're healthy enough, we're very happy to go along. Yeah. Well, I must mention, um, what's the average age of our 10 committee? <laughs> 65. <laughs> 65 and above a day. Well, Walter is our publicity 
um, media person. Walter has been great on Facebook. Okay. So yeah, and he's the one handling all the questions as well coming through Facebook. I see. Yeah. Okay. So we we the the beautiful thing about Maco is ten people are very closely knit, and we work so well together. Whoever can't do the job, the other person will fill in temporarily until the person can come back. Right. So okay. the other one is Shanti, Lim Huat Lian, uh, Madam Ong. I think I've, we've mentioned oh, all Siu of Ling. them. And Siu Ling. Yeah, Siu yes. Ling is a, a, a social worker type. Mm, yeah. Lao Siu Ling, that's right. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So you've got a good core team yeah, there. There are interesting things that they do. Like if you have a connection, they, we had a connection to an Orang Asli camp in Pahang where some other NGO had been beaming uh, classes to them, but they only access to a mobile phone. Oh. So giving them a, a few laptops to make a world of difference, yeah, of it, it makes a huge difference. Right, right. The, the other very interesting thing you know, is the Malaysian, uh, the, sorry, motoneuron disease. Uh, uh, it's a de- debilitating disease. Yeah. Right? To the point is you can't use your limbs. And this society came and uh, they had this device which they learned from, which they adopted from, from virtual games where you use your, the movement of your eyeballs to, to, to control what you want to do. Ah, yes, right? okay, right, yeah. And they say they could buy the device, the, the, the device for 1006, um, and the new devices coming up, could we help them, one, provide the laptops, and then two, uh, to help uh, set it up, program and all that, mm-hmm. which our young interns are doing. And essentially what it does is when you can't move your in, the only thing you can move your eyeballs. <laughs> and it detects the movement of your eyeballs to a, a virtual keypad. Mm. And then you type messages and it goes through WhatsApp or Wonderful. to your carer. At least that's means of communication. Okay. Yeah. That's an yeah. interesting thing that yes. when people know what we've got, they come and ask us for the computers. And then in, in effect, we find we can do more for them than just giving the computers. Okay. And the young young fellows are very keen to do it. Mm, of course. Because the latest ones, uh, devices come from Taiwan and they are in, in, in Mandarin. Uh, Mm. So they've been working on it uh, to, okay. to helping this uh, motor neuron disease society. Wonderful. So it's a debilitating uh, thing. Yeah, it's the one that Stephen Hawking's yeah, got. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, and, and, but the technology is catching up. So yeah. again, and then you can also help provide yeah. it. It's really wonderful. Yeah. So Fixed it on the eye tracker devices, you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we've yes. done, given them 10 computers. Yes. I think they're developing and... Uh, I think they, they have a total membership of 200 mm. patients in this country. So okay. slowly, bit by bit, okay. we'll so help if, them. Uh, so if you've asked us now, do we know what we were wading into? <laughs> <laughs> Steep learning curve, but also continuous learning. And uh, yeah, definitely no boredom. Lah, huh? There's just like, there's yeah. always something to do and, and very fulfilling work. I'm sure it's also very fulfilling. Yeah, well, it's, the, it's, the e-waste issue comes yeah, in, you yeah, know, yeah, no yeah. wastage, yeah. everything exactly. reused for yeah. good purpose. Yeah. yeah, okay. So, so of course, you know, if, if, if anyone would like to find out more, uh, you, can, you can check out the Facebook page, right? That's right. So that's just, uh, just search for Medical Awareness Camp Outreach or MACO. Uh, I do believe you can get in touch by emailing as well. So that's, that's right. M-A-C-O, M-E-D-I-C-A-M-P, at gmail.com so just to get in touch with you guys I'm sure uh, we can do that thank you so much for joining me today any last message or any concluding message that you'd like to leave our listeners with come join us <laughs>
<laughs> We're looking for successors. Okay. Okay. Come, right. on, come replace us. <laughs> come replace us. That yeah. one, I think, very hard. But come find, come learn more. Come join you guys. And, and uh, yeah, it could be even something as simple as baking a cake, right? And raising yeah. funds for you guys. It could be even something as simple yeah, it as It could be that. anything. We will come and call it even if it's just one computer. Okay. All right. So just make sure it's in a good, in, in working condition, yes, isn't it? Right. It's not something that's yes, completely. Uh, yes. That, that reminds me. A lady came to drop off her laptop to us mm-hmm. and there was a flash flood oh no so her, <laughs> so her car stalled and Kenny the good hearted soul mm-hmm. came down picked up the laptop and helped her push her car to the higher ground <laughs> save the laptop first <laughs> <laughs> well my thanks again I was speaking to Dr. To Cheng Take, the current president of MACO and Datin Dr. Pixie Lau the founding president uh, we were talking about the medical awareness camp outreach again that website to, uh, well just head to their Facebook page or email them but if you miss any part of our conversation today you can always search for the podcast at bfm.my slash good things or you can find it on the BFM app. This has been Good Things on the Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.